Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to day nine. This is the finale of the Spiritual Millionaires series. If you are here live joining me, please, in the comments, pop in where you are joining from. Let me know if you can hear me fine as well, because we had a little bit of an audio tech glitch before this. <laughs> so let me know where you are joining from. I and tell me who you are so I can say hello to you in the chat. This has been such an exceptional experience. And subhanAllah, I, it, it really surpassed my expectations. The kind of messages, the kind of feedback that I've received from all of you, I've had DMs flooding in daily with you guys sharing with me the immense shifts that you have had. And so many of you have said to me that this has been not only so powerful, but honestly, it has been way more beneficial than a lot of paid things, alhamdulillah. And one of the things that I did tell you when you came into this was treat this like you paid $1,000 for it. Because the way that you come to it will determine what you receive from it. And that ties in beautifully with the gem that I am dropping for day nine. In my 10 years of building Live Inspired, one of the biggest lessons that I have gained that has allowed me to not only serve in a sustainable way, not only serve from my heart, but also do it in a way where I am so aligned to what my business needs at the time. And I am able to make such powerful decisions, alhamdulillah, about where and when I should be investing my resources, whether that's money or time or energy, and being able to envision when those investments are going to pay off in terms of what I'm trying to build. And this is going to be very important for you. If you're, you're casting a big vision, if you know you want to lead with purpose, you want to lead with heart, you're going to have to step up as a leader. And leaders learn when to lean in and when to make investments and where to invest. And when I'm talking about investments, I'm talking about investments of all resources. We only tend to think of money. Time is also a big resource as well. So knowing where to divest your resources from, where to invest them, because you are keeping the vision in mind is very powerful. So I'm going to get into that today. We tend to think that big, unreasonable, bold results come from perfection. I have learned firsthand that perfection is not required. In fact, perfection is going to hold you back. Perfection is a tool. Perfection is something that's weaponized by the colonial thinking that you have to do everything perfectly or you have to be perfect or you have to show up perfectly from the beginning before you even start properly. And that keeps so many people stuck in imposter syndrome or playing small. And even though you might have gotten to a certain level of success, alhamdulillah, there may be a part of you that's going, oh, but you know, I don't know. I don't know if I've, because that perfectionism comes in. Now, we know as Muslims, we are meant to do everything with ihsan. And I find that a lot of people sometimes mix the two up. Ihsan is some, doing something with excellence. Perfectionism is where your ego gets extremely entangled in the end result, where you attach your self-worth to the end result, where you don't leave room. For perfectionism is where you don't leave room for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy or Allah to surprise you with how things can work out. Ihsan, doing things with Ihsan, on the other hand, 
is where you will give things your best and your best changes from day to day and time to time at different phases in your life, your best will look different. If you are a new mother, your best is going to look different to someone who doesn't have kids, for example. So your best changes. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware of this. When you strive for ihsan, it is about your intent. It is about your heart being aligned to having the intention of doing it with khair and doing it for the reasons that align with your value systems. When you're doing it with ihsan, you understand where you are doing it for the pleasure of Allah and the bigger reasons. You've gone into it very consciously. So you give it your best knowing that even your best, you are very human and it will never be perfect, no matter how much you try. And so when you are doing things with ihsan, you are also giving it your all and then surrendering the outcome to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because when you are striving for ihsan, you understand that the outcome is not in your hands. Showing up, commitment, process, action, that's in your hands. The inner work, navigating your emotions, those things are in your hands. But how the end result turns out is not in your hands. And this can play out in so many areas. Parenting is the one that comes from, up for me hugely. If you're trying to be perfectionist in your parenting or, in, or your business or any or your marriage, it's not going to be a fun process. So perfectionism is not required. So what is required? When it comes to building a heart-led business, when it comes to attaining those unreasonable results, what is required? Here's the day nine gem. Sufficiency. Sufficiency. Being in sufficiency. Now, here's what I mean about sufficiency. I have really studied over the years how the people who got the most exceptional results from my programs got them. And yes, alhamdulillah, the, the, the service delivery and the actual program is, itself is exceptional, mashallah. But there are certain people who time and time again, they will keep investing in self-development programs. They will keep investing with me. And each time the results are just more and more unreasonable, alhamdulillah. And I've looked at this and I've also looked at areas for me where I've invested in my own growth and got unreasonable results. And I've really studied this. I mean, for years, I've looked at this closely. And what I have found is that when you approach any investment, say, for example, a program, you're coming into one of my programs, when you approach that from an energy of sufficiency, that allows you to access those unreasonable results. Here's how. Sufficiency is this energy of knowing that you trust yourself to show up, you trust yourself to be open, available, and receptive to the good that this investment offers you. You are open, ready, and receptive to it. You decide even before you, when you are making that payment or making that investment, in that moment, you make a decision. You make a decision that you will co commit, you will show up full out. That doesn't mean show up perfectly. It just means you come in deciding that you will go down the go towards the trajectory that you want to that will lead to your unreasonable result. 
sufficiency is now let me let me show you the other side right because this idea of sufficiency might be something a little bit new when someone is not in sufficiency how do they show up they come in uncertain about their ability to be open to the good so i like to think of it like a vitamin when you are taking a vitamin when you're ingesting your vitamin you almost take it with this confidence and certainty that this vitamin inshallah with allah's mercy you'll get what you need from it your body will absorb the nutritional benefit from this vitamin you don't have to sit and stress about it you don't have to go over and over the ingredient list you don't have to keep phoning the health shop or the pharmacist and saying are you sure are you sure this vitamin is going to have to keep googling oh my god is this going to work no when you bought it you decided i'm going to take this vitamin and you decided that you would commit to that and you trust yourself to show up to take that vitamin you don't just say to yourself oh i don't know that vitamin is not working for me but you know i actually didn't use the vitamin for so long so i don't even know if it's working for me but i'll get to it at some point that's insufficiency that's approaching something with insufficiency you decided that you can trust yourself to make use of that vitamin and then you trust your body to absorb what it needs from that vitamin alhamdulillah you don't sit there the whole day at work and at school you know and your school rounds or in the kitchen or wherever you are you sit there twiddling your thumbs thinking oh my god is that vitamin i took that vitamin d is it working i took the vitamin c do you think it absorbed no you take it and you trust your insufficiency that inshallah it will work because you also trust in allah's ability to make it all work out for you when you make an investment into yourself from a place of sufficiency of saying bismillah i did my due diligence i got well informed about what this program is about you did your due, due diligence of who you are investing in and whether their values align with you and whether you actually enjoy their teachings style and you've received benefit from them before and then you say bismillah you make that dua to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala place barakah in this for me and you approach it already decided that you will show up open and available to any and all good that it has available to you and you trust that there may be many different things that you could take from this program but you trust that you will receive from it exactly what you need at this point in your journey and this this lesson has resulted in me showing up for the investments that i've made fully that doesn't mean that i've sat there and taken a thousand notes no it just means that i really just showed up knowing that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would bring to me would allow me to take from this what i needed for my next step i didn't need to take all of it whatever i needed for my next step whatever was most beneficial for me i made the dua ya allah this is the unreasonable result i'm working towards let this be a stepping stone and i stayed available to other things that could help there as well Amati saying assalamu alaikum from Malawi I've enjoyed a lot jazakallah khair for all these gems Amati I'm so happy to have you here welcome from Malawi alhamdulillah so when you take action I'm just going to look at something I have written here and I've seen this also in clients that join my programs when they join from sufficiency they come in with the energy of just they don't come from a frantic energy they come from an energy of being open and available right but you can apply this idea of sufficiency 
every way in your life. And it is something that actually allows you to surrender to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's will more. Because you say, okay, I'm showing up in the way that I need to. I'm taking the action. And now I'm going to surrender that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to let this play out. I'm going to trust him because remember what we spoke about in day eight. How would you need to shift the way you think about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in order to normalize unreasonable results. You would have to believe he has your best interest at heart. You would have to believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has your back. You would have to believe that Allah wants for you to succeed in this dunya and in the akhirah as well. You would have to believe that. So sufficiency, being in sufficiency, is a natural kind of overflow consequence from that. As you trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you automatically are more in sufficiency about your decisions because you know that no matter how it turns out, Allah will make available to you some khair from that. And you trust in your own. Here's another thing. In order to get to that level, that standard of unreasonable results, self-trust is built along the way. That discernment is built along the way. When you are just thinking about yourself, when everything is just about your own survival, when everything is just about me and my little thing, and I'm so worried, and I'm so which most of the population is in, by the way. And this is not a criticism. This is not a criticism. It's not a nice place to be in when you're in survival mode. Subhanallah, may Allah grant us goodness. It's not a good place to be in. But when you're in that space, unreasonable results just don't feel like it's feel like something that is available to you. But it is. Even whilst you are in survival mode, it is. What's missing is your feeling of sufficiency. And to go a little bit deeper on this, when I talk about being well-resourced, because you can stay stuck in survival mode when it's just you, but when you are thinking of a community, when you're thinking of the ummah, when you're thinking of collective upliftment, you will have to confront your scarcity mindset. Sufficiency and scarcity are on opposite ends of the spectrum. When you're in scarcity, you're just like, no matter what, like, oh my God, am I going to get what I need? Uh, what if an entitlement comes in and greed comes in and like, oh my God, I'm going to get left behind. That's the scarcity mindset. Whereas sufficiency, you have that trust in yourself. You have that trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have that trust in your decision. You trust the, the decision you made, bismillah, whatever will unfold now, there is khair in it. When you approach your decisions, I want to come back to well-resourced. I was going to go into that. So well-resourced, I want to end off with this. When I'm talking about you being well-resourced, yes, I want for you to be well-resourced externally. I want you to be well-resourced financially, support systems, mashallah, all of these things that are going to help you uplift others, help you make, make the kind of change that you want to see in the world. But when I'm talking about well-resourced, resourced, it goes deeper than that because being externally well-resourced is simply a manifestation of an internal feeling of feeling well-resourced. And a huge amount of that is sufficiency. When you are in sufficiency, you are well-resourced because then you trust yourself. Okay, I didn't understand something. I didn't get it. Let me see how I can figure this out. You have a mentality of there is a solution. There is a way. Just because I haven't seen it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. There has to be a way. And I cannot tell you how powerful it is to just have that one thought available to your mind. 
as you're building a business, as you're creating a movement, as you're being a leader, just that one thought of, even if I haven't found it yet, a solution exists. Why? Because I'm plugged in to a creator who is capable of all. So even though I, my limited human mind cannot see it yet, it must be available for me. There must be a solution. This is the epitome, epitome of sufficiency. This is really the crux of being well-resourced, of being in an abundant state. And the more you are in that state of sufficiency, the more you practice that, because it's really a practice. It's a practice of thoughts, because the first thing your mind will want to do, because our minds tend to go for survival state first. Our minds will always go to the panic first, right? It'll say, no, there's no way, it can't happen. But then you train it to go, no, If how would I think about this if I was in sufficiency? How would I approach this if I already trusted, if I already knew that this was sorted out, that there was already a solution? What action would I take? What thoughts would I have? How would I approach this? How would I move through this? I cannot tell you how powerful that is because you shift yourself into an abundant state of sufficiency and being well-resourced. And the more you do that, the more your ROI on your investments amplify. They compound rather. They compound because then two people showing up for the same program, right? Let's just say someone comes in for BR, the reclamation, and one comes in from a state of lack, from a state of, oh my God, scarcity, I don't know, is this going to fix me? Is this going to save me? What if it doesn't work? Versus the person who comes in going, okay, I'm open and available to whatever good this can offer me. And I know that no matter what happens, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will allow me to absorb and take in the good from this. And I trust myself to figure out a way. I trust myself to use the resources that I have, to use the resources that I have, my connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and whatever else I have, to plug into this and really figure out a way. And they approach it with that feeling of like, it's already done. I know this is going to work. I don't know how, I don't know how fast, but I know that khair is available to me here. And I know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with me on this journey. How different do you think the results between those two people are? The one who came in from complete lack versus the one who came in with sufficiency. Amira saying, Asalaamu Alaikum, Amira here, 21 years old. I'm so grateful that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed me to come across you. I get so excited when I see you guys who are younger finding me and getting this. What a gift, mashallah. May Allah increase you. What a gift, alhamdulillah. So that is what I want to leave you with at the end of this finale of this incredible, beautiful, this has been a spiritual experience, subhanAllah. The spiritual millionaire experience has been a spiritual one. I'm going to leave you with this gem, the gem that brings all the other gems together. Sufficiency, being in sufficiency or practicing sufficiency is really a key that will unlock huge resources for you, inshallah. It changes the way you allow in the good that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sending towards you. Because the more you are in sufficiency, the more you are aware that you are well-resourced, that you can be well-resourced, that you can figure things out, that you can absorb and take in new things. You allow your heart and your mind to be open and available to exactly what you need for that next step to evolve. 
Ahmad says, yes, it has been fabulous. MashaAllah, you sound so authentic. MashaAllah, alhamdulillah. Remember me in your special du'as. I'm going to leave you with that. I have enjoyed this time with you so much. Honestly, I have really loved connecting with you through the Spiritual Millionaire series. It's felt very different. If you can feel the energetic resonance of the Spiritual Millionaire series, it's felt very, very different to anything we've ever done before here at Love Inspired. And I know that if you've been part of it and you followed through, like you've showed up to this insufficiency and allowed yourself to take care from it, that was for a reason. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought you here. May he increase you. I am so happy and I'm just ecstatic that you got to be a part of this. It has been such a special series and it honestly feels like, not feels like, I know that at Live Inspired, we are stepping into an entirely new era here. That there's a very different vibrational resonance. And I hope to see many of you in the upcoming programs and offers that we have. I have some amazing things lined up for this year, inshallah. I'm very excited about them. There's lots going on behind the scenes and I'm pretty excited, alhamdulillah, because when you see it, I know that you are going to absolutely love it. And I know that having gone through the Spiritual Millionaire series as well, and especially in this day nine, you now have the gem that allows you to be in sufficiency when you are making decisions. Because sometimes being in sufficiency is also knowing when to say no. It's knowing when to say yes, right? So I know that you are already starting to build that self-trust of knowing and discerning when something is going to bring you value, when it is going to bring value to the vision that you have and making that vision a reality. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide you to make the best of du'as. May he guide you to become more and more internally well-resourced so that can manifest externally. And may he allow you to utilize those resources in the best possible ways in ways that will create so much goodness, so much khair for your dunya, your deen, and your akhirah, and allow you to effect the change that you are, that drives you from within. The kind of change that you know that whispers in your heart, the thing that you know that you can bring into the world that will create good from that. So take care, all of you. I am sending you massive love and du'as. So much love for all of you. Take care. Assalamu alaikum.